Unsilencing Stories is a podcast that reflects the voices of people in small towns and communities in Canada who have lost loved ones to the toxic drug supply crisis. Since 2016, more than 30,000 people have died from fatal overdoses in Canada, and that number continues to climb. The risk in smaller towns and communities is much higher than in urban areas because of a lack of harm reduction services and stigma against substance use and people who use drugs. This podcast is part of a community-based participatory research project facilitated by Erin Goodman, PhD, a faculty member at Kwatlen Polytechnic University in Surrey, BC, along with students Jenna Keeble and Ashley Pokernich. The aim was to assist collaborators in publicly memorializing their loved ones and expressing grief, as well as challenging silences imposed by dominant media organizations and stigma from society against substance use and people who use drugs. We hope these nuanced stories make a clear why the government needs to be doing more to prevent further deaths. Please note, this podcast contains information about overdose death, grief, and trauma that may be distressing to listen to. In this episode, you'll hear Cameron Westcott interviewing Cameron Gauthier in Cranbrook, BC. Cameron Gauthier memorializes his uncle who experienced a fatal opioid overdose. What was your best memory of your uncle? Cooking chicken and playing uh, horseshoes, to be honest with you. He cooked an awesome barbecue chicken. We used to go over there, me and my family and my parents and us. We used to go to my uncle's house and we used to all get together and have a barbecue and we'd play horseshoes. The parents would play Ramoli and stuff like that. And it was just super, so much fun, all of us kids getting together and we'd go across the street to the ravine and stuff like that. Like uh, There was an owl that that really stuck out to me. There was a great horned owl that used to sit up in the tree at the top of the walk path right beside his house. But those types of times, that's what really sticks out to me the most. Well, that's cool. You answered about five or six or seven different questions in that, so that's a bonus. Uh, did, did you have any favorite jokes that you used to tell? Not really, no. Not really? No, we usually laughed at everything together almost. Is there something about your uncle that you think no one else knows? Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure there's something about my uncle that nobody else knows. He used to love his cars, fast cars, and smoke his dope. I mean, I don't think that that's really somewhat... I guess I can share it because I've learned the experience myself. He had a little workshop at his place, and I used to always wonder what the guys were doing. My uncle and my dad and my other uncles and stuff. He used to always like just hibernate in there. And fuck, did ever smell good? And I realized later on in life they were smoking marijuana in there, so that was quite something. I don't know where I'm going with this story, but. They've been smoking marijuana since Jesus Christ was around. Oh man, he loved it. <laughs> really? I don't know what it was, but he had the best. Oh heck yeah, do you figure marijuana's a new plant? No. <laughs> okay, uh, what are the hardest times without him? He'd, he'd probably be there here right now with me, walking me through it. And I think that's probably the problem that I'm having. Yeah, he'll be there for backup, eh? I don't have anybody to walk with me through these times right now. You and me both, buddy. You and me both. 
Uh, what did you call him? Uh, any nicknames or terms of endearment? That was just that was Uncle D. I don't know, man. That's all I'd ever call him. He he, he went by Daniel. It was his middle name. It's just like mine is Daniel as well. So that's my middle name. What was what was your uncle's favorite color? Blue. It'd have to be blue. Um, he always wore it. He was always like his vehicles were always usually light colors, so like he, he liked white a lot, so, as well. How did how did your uncle impact your life? Oh man, I I asked him questions about work. I'd listen to his stories and everything. He used to be a crane operator. Um, he used to work with my grandfather. Dad tells it something I really enjoyed talking with him about. That was probably one of my favorite topics with him. I think, did you ask me what did he do for a living or something? Nope, but that could be the next question. What did your uncle do for a living? He was a crane operator. Crane operator, yeah, you said that. He worked for pile driving and stuff. Um, Did he work up at the mines? uh, No, more like skyscraper high-rise kind of cranes. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, pile driving, so probably building forms for new buildings and stuff like that. Yeah, they used to always talk about the weight and the the balance with the I beams that he'd have to be placing in, and uh, the salt tubs. They used to feed them workers because they used to sweat a lot and all that kind of stuff. He just taught me a lot about. So he, so he walked steel, eh? Huh? Well, he was crane operator, but yeah, walking steel. Uh, yeah, he never was up there. He was in the machine himself. Do you have any funny stories about the times you spent together? Just the day when I smacked my uncle Mac, his brother, in that in Danny's room because he was being pretty, pretty rude to my about my mom, and it. It really got me because I'm very close to my mom, and uh, he just straight up called her a fuck, a, a fucking beep, beep, one, beep, beep, one beep. too many times. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had enough, and I, I drove him on, and he wiped the floor with me. To be honest, <laughs> he laid a licking on me, but I, I couldn't handle him doing that no more. Hmm? Anyways, we laughed about it after me and my uncle. Yeah, yeah. So, like you probably heard a little bit of cred giving him a smack because well, you probably I, already knew before you did it you were going to get your butt handed to you. That's exactly the point. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Unsilencing Stories podcast. To listen to more interviews in the series, please go to www.unsilencingstories.com. And if you'd like to share your thoughts on the episode, message us at unsilencingstories at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and please share the project of other people you know.